Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another news story here. It has uh, significance not only in the province of Quebec, where it's taking place, but I think in the whole country. And as you know by now, the Quebec Secularism Law, Bill 21, is being challenged in court by several groups affected by the legislation. But the Legault government enacted this particular legislation, which uh, disallows the wearing of religious um, um, any clothing or, or uh, uh, pieces of jewelry or anything that signifies a specific religion in the public sector. And what they did when they passed the legislation, Bill 21, they enacted the bill uh, including the notwithstanding clause. So if a court overturns the legislation, well, immediately the notwithstanding clause kicks in, and so much for the court decision. And that would go all the way to the Supreme Court of Canada, as I understand it. Now, I may have this completely incorrectly. And joining us on the program is uh, Julius Gray. He is one of this country's foremost civil rights lawyers, and he uh, is based in Montreal. Mr. Gray, thank you very much for the time. Am I right about that with the, 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 the law and the notwithstanding clause being applied to it? Yes, the notwithstanding clause is there, and uh, the Supreme Court held in, well, didn't hold, it uh, issued an obiter in the Ford case, uh, Bill 101 case, that if the notwithstanding clause were invoked, and it wasn't in that case, uh, the courts couldn't uh, challenge the the reasons for invoking it. In other words, you couldn't say that it was wrong, wrongfully invoked or whatever. Basically, it is a compromise because the original charter didn't have that. And Mr. Romano, among other things, the premier of Saskatchewan, insisted that he didn't want to give up the provincial powers. He was willing to to give a, 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 a presumptive power to the courts, but he wanted to reserve the right to overturn it. And that's what they've got. So uh, a government can use the notwithstanding clause while it introduces and passes legislation and make it part of the legislation. It doesn't have to wait until a, a challenge by someone or a court challenge or a court decision later. Well, if yeah, it can, it, it can introduce it right away. And that way the challenge uh, is uh, very, very difficult. Now, uh, first of all, not all parts of the charter are subject to the notwithstanding clause. So there are some things that you can't like Bill 101, the 23 language things. Uh, secondly, um, you uh, can't be sure that the law is not otherwise unconstitutional for reasons having nothing to do with the Charter, but provincial and federal laws. In fact, that's been invoked in the Quebec courts uh, right now, the division of powers. But basically, uh, for all of the uh, fundamental freedoms in the Charter and for the equality rights, you can use the notwithstanding clause. Okay, so why did, remind us please, why the new CAC government of Premier Legault in Quebec introduced and passed Bill 21, and what does the bill in fact demand that is opposed by many Quebecers, supported by many more, I understand. The Trudeau government, and and, and Andrew Scheer has said, uh, Trudeau opposes it, Scheer has said if he becomes Prime Minister, his government would never pass such a law nationally. What's it say? Well, the law is, uh, they, they make uh, secularism uh, a form of state ideology, uh, which means that you're not supposed to wear signs in certain functions, the most important ones being police, teaching, 
<clears throat> judges, uh, prosecutors, and so on. You can't identify yourself religiously. They also say that you have to receive certain uh, services uh, with your face being visible, uh, health services and so on. That only applies to the burqa, because if you wear a turban or a kippah or a, a hijab, your face is visible. Nevertheless, there is a limit to how much you can uh, hide your your face without being ordered to, to identify yourself. Um, and when you say why they passed such a law, it's very difficult to understand uh, because uh, nobody gains anything from it. There's nobody there. It's, all it does is it tells certain people that you don't have an opportunity to work in certain professions. That's very important because uh, among the immigrants, for instance, or people who originally were immigrants, say a generation or two ago, the Sikhs very frequently work for the police. The uh, Muslim women are very often teachers uh, or work in daycares. So these are very serious matters in which some people are told your career is uh, um, limited. And yet there is no, no winner. Nobody can demonstrate that he has gained anything from this law. And yet, if I understand it correctly, a majority of Quebecers, according to polling, support this legislation. Absolutely. Uh, it appears very clear that a majority of Quebecers in particular, although it's difficult to, to divide that and so on, to a Francophone Quebecers, because in Montreal it's, it's much more divided, a majority of Francophone Quebecers are very much in favor of this law. They see it as some sort of, uh, some sort of French-style secularism, because France has separation, a very strict separation of church and state. Um, there could be an element of, 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 of simply feeling irritated with the um, uh, different uh, variety of individuals that are now found in Quebec. Remember, Quebec is opposed to multiculturalism, and not necessarily without good reason. But this particular law, uh, is, it's not a question of multiculturalism. It's a question of reducing some people's opportunities. So let me ask you one more question. If uh, the, the law is passed with, and it includes the notwithstanding clause, which overrides a court decision which would nullify Bill 21. What's the point of challenging it in court? Well, people think that it, there may be a, a division of powers argument or, a, uh, you know, saying that it's fundamentally federal law. I, I, I doubt that, but they do say that. Uh, they had other arguments as well, that it's vague. But, of course, in the end, there is a remedy. The remedy is to the United Nations, and it worked against Quebec once before, because Mr. Bourassa did invoke the notwithstanding clause yes, he after did. he lost commercial signs in the Supreme Court of Canada, yeah. and there the International Tribunal struck it down, and uh, uh, he, he complied. Uh, it's true that there's no enforcement directly, but you know, I presume the Quebec government doesn't want to be a rogue state, and once an international court uh, which has jurisdiction, has pronounced itself, I, I think that they do something. Okay. Mr. Gray, thank you very much for the time. Complicated times. It's a pleasure. Julius Gray, uh, civil rights lawyer in Quebec. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.